Well, howdy! This podcast is a proud member of the Podcon Go Network. Podcon Go. Family-friendly shows that are fun for everyone. Welcome to Elderberry Tales. Leave the leash at home. It's time for a story. Today's story is My Dogs, Three Detectives. Make That Four, Part One, by William Stair. This is Part One in a new story series called My Dogs, Three Detectives. Make That Four. Starring the dogs of the family. Trooper, Theo, Overton, and one more. This is the story of three distinct individuals. Overton, the thoughtful but indolent. Trooper, the sharp-witted creature of action. And Theo, the faithful but nervous companion. Yes, three distinct personalities. And did I mention this? The best of friends? Oh, and one more thing. They are dogs. It was a cold, overcast day, with intermittent heavy rain squalls. Overton looked out his large window, then over to the fire that glowed gently on the hearth. He turned and settled his 250 pounds of English Mastiff on the couch, midway between the inclement weather outside and the genteel surrounding within. Ah, yes, this is comfort, he thought, wagging his capacious black jowls, and, not for the first time that day, relishing the thought that he himself encompassed a full one-eighth of a ton. Yes, true comfort. It is only in physical comfort that the mind is free of distractions and able to devote itself to the exploration of... Just then, the doorbell rang. Overton had almost forgotten that he'd invited his longtime, if irritating, companions to discuss a matter of considerable importance. He glanced at the clock above the fireplace mantel. Tea time. Good. He settled himself further into the cushions of the couch, imagining the delicacies soon to be served. The doorbell rang again, immediately followed by a frantic scratching at the front door and an audible whine. Drat! Where is Staff? He asked himself. He let out a low growl, which echoed through the house. There was no answer. Then he remembered. They'd gone to visit a sick friend at the human hospital, Not for the first time, he wondered why they didn't take their sick friends to the happy-running animal hospital, where he himself had gone on occasion. If they needed their nether glands expressed, certain vital tubes snipped and tied, or the occasional deworming, no one was better at it than Dr. Shepard. Even his name inspired trust. The scratching and whining continued, And now, with another squall moving in, it created a most unpleasant din. Overton sighed, 
roused his one-ninth of a metric ton and padded to the front door. Using his size 12 paw, he depressed the latch. Suddenly, the door burst in upon him, immediately followed by the hurtling bodies of Trooper, a border collie mix, and Theo, a rat terrier of the nervous sort. Evidently, they'd both been on their hind legs, scratching at the door when it had given way. They tumbled over their host. Only the inertia of his bulk kept him from being thrust into a veritable dog pile. As the guests stumbled back onto all fours and shook themselves mightily to free their coats from the sudden squall, Overton rumbled, What is that stench? What dog? suggested Theo. Overton rolled his eyes in disgust. After the obligatory sniffing of hind ends, the three settled into the warm living room, with Trooper and Theo taking seats in front of the fire, the better to dry themselves, and, unfortunately, increase their olfactory offense. I couldn't help but notice that it's tea time, said Theo. Are we going to enjoy some treats? He licked his lips. The thought of treats made Overton's mouth water, and long strands of saliva began to form on either side of his huge mouth. Oh no, thought Trooper, not those dreaded slimesicles again. Overton was noted for the enormous length those saliva strands could attain. Hmm, said their host. Staff is away this afternoon, so we'll have to fend for ourselves. Shall we adjourn to the kitchen? Both guests yipped in agreement. All three rushed, well, Overton ambled, to the kitchen door, getting stuck as each tried to go through first. Dog pile, squeaked Theo excitedly, and then, pop, he was through. The others followed close behind. Trooper and Theo sniffed the air, running hither and thither, but finding no treats. Ahem. <clears throat> uttered Overton, swinging his massive head. The slimesicles swung dangerously. Getting his pack's attention, he led them into the adjoining pantry, where he uncovered a platter heaped with all kinds of delicious morsels. Impressive, I must admit, Overton, slavered Trooper. The tray contained begging strips, snausages, milk bones, chicken-flavored tasty bones, rawhide strips, and jerky. Theo wrinkled his nose in disgust. No wonder I couldn't smell the treats. Every one of these things is bad for you. Fat, salt, grease, preservatives, ugh. However, his complaints fell on deaf ears as the other two dogs gobbled down the goodies. In two or three minutes, the platter was clean. After his gluttonous display, Overton reverted to his refined self, carefully wiping his lips with a tea towel. The towel also removed those pendulous slimesicles. Settled back in the living room, Overton surveyed his guests. Hmm, that's an attractive collar you're wearing, Trooper. I've not seen it before. Oh, the speckled band. Yes, Snakeskin, you know, very haute couture, if I do say so. I found it slithering across the floor in my Mrs. Hudson's bedroom, and, well, not only is it pretty, it was tasty, too. 
Theo made a gagging sound. Lovely story. But let's turn to the reason I invited you over. Too bad Max didn't make it. Max is a full-sized poodle and the nemesis of Trooper. No loss there, Trooper sniffed. Anyway, Overton continued, raising one eyebrow and the corresponding jowl in disapproval of the interruption. Another slimesicle was beginning to form. Have you seen the latest issue of the Dog Keeper's Gazette? Trooper shook his head no. Theo gave out a little yip. Yes, I had a nervous accident back at the house, and my master, uh, my man, swatted me with a copy of it. It was the second stain of the day. You must really enroll these people in obedience school, Theo. Otherwise, you'll never gain control. However, that's a good introduction to the issue at hand. With that, Overton held up the newspaper copy in question. A most disturbing piece of news has been reported from the countryside. The headline of the paper blared, Owner of Baskerville Hall, killed by monstrous hound, beast still at large. You see, the paper is automatically taking the side of the human. Evidence of very poor conditioning, in my opinion. I propose we travel up to Baskerville and investigate this purported crime before an irate band of drunken humans catch the unnamed hound and put him, or her, down. Excellent idea, Overton. When shall we leave? Asked Trooper. Why no time like the present, rumbled Overton. But it's cold outside, and how shall we travel? Whined Theo. You did bring your fur coat, didn't you? And as for travel, we'll do it afoot. Think of this as an adventure, an exciting overland game, if you will. So the game's afoot, sighed Theo, looking at the delicate pads of his small paws. Exactly, barked Overton. And once we're there, we'll leave no throne stick unchaste, no tossed ball not run down, until we discover the truth of this mystery. So the three left the comfort of the warm hearth and plentiful kibble for the open road, and as Theo had implied, chasing down the game. Well, this is quite the introduction to a new story series. We've got three characters, Theo, Trooper, and Overton. Now, if you have been a regular listener to this show, you will have met both Trooper and Theo before. Trooper appears in a number of the My Mom Detective series, and Theo is in the Leany and the Big Idea series. So we know both of those beloved dogs. But it seems that the main character here is a new dog, Overton. Now, Overton is actually part of the whole family. Here is how everyone is related, in case you're curious. Trooper lives with Armando and Desmond and their parents. Theo lives with Eileen and Logan and their parents. Now, Armando and Desmond's mother, 
me, and Leany and Logan's father are brother and sister. Wouldn't you know? And Overton's parents, one of them is the brother to both me and Eileen's father. So it's one big happy family of grown-ups, children, and dogs. And these stories, of course, were written by my father, the grandfather to each of these puppies, William Stair. Thanks to William Stair for writing us another adventure. And thanks to you for listening to Elderberry Tales. Come back next week and we'll find out what these three dogs find when they hit the open road. <laughs>